Hello, all of you wonderful people out there in podcast land. Welcome to another episode of Black and White Reviews. My name is Will. My name is Lee. And my name is Chuck. And this week... Well, we just had... We just... Okay, as people know, we do two recordings a night when we do our recordings, and the last recording was not fun. Mm. It was no. Just, it was a painful conversation. And I'm sure. actually this conversation. Um, I mean, we talked for an hour last time and five minutes on the whole TV show. So I'm hoping that this time we can talk more on this TV show. <laughs> and like you said, we are going to be discussing season two, episode two of Titans titled Rose. It should be season two, episode one. I agree. So we were talking last yeah. week. So Lee, you missed last week. Now I, I completely mean, understand why. Two weeks ago, you said this doesn't feel right when we were talking about Titans, and you said it's obnoxious. Right. I completely understand why. Last yes. week, yes. last yes. week should have been the finale <laughs> of season one. Absolutely, because you 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 introduce Deathstroke and then go nowhere with it. That feels like it should have been at the end of season one. Here's the next big bad. And especially the, like, the absolute pitiful way that Trigon was taken care of. <laughs> like, <laughs> like... Yeah, that's that's a really lame opener to a season. Yes! Like, I'm, su- I'm surprised... Well, I mean, this that, that might be why we never really heard much about this show until it was four seasons in. And even then, we didn't really hear much about it. We kind of stumbled upon it. I just yeah. stumbled. I started watching yeah. it, and I was like, ooh, I kind of like this. I knew it existed, and I saw it pop up a few times. I just knew that I didn't have the time to get into a new show. So I knew it was on Max for a while. I was just like, I don't know. It, 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 it was edgy at first, and I was like, I don't know if I want to watch a comic book show. that Because I, I started watching the first episode, and it was a lot of language. And, you know... Unnecessary language in a TV show is not my favorite, um, but it, they they dwindled it down quite a bit. And there's certain characters who use language because it's part of who they are. Like Hawk is mm-hmm. more language than anybody else. He's a Christian. Mm-hmm. Uh, he I, he had something that came out recently where he's just talking about stuff. I forgot what it was specifically, but he, I I think somebody we know recently reposted a video of his. I was kind of surprised. I would be too. But. Um, I think this episode would have been a great first episode of the season. Yes. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. What I don't get is in the previously on, typically what they do is they show you a previously on to get you up to par with what's going to kind of happen in this episode. Mm-hmm. And they showed a lot of Trigon. Why? I don't get that. Trigon's I... supposedly dead. Is he really dead? Is he not dead? Is he going to... Is he alive? Will Deathstroke be a harder vi- nemesis than Trigon? They showed a lot of Trigon, um, and I'm, I'm not giving anything away here. Again, I, I'm I'm like a season. I'm literally a season ahead of you guys. Now that we're talking see episode two, I'm literally a season ahead, if not slightly more. Um, and all it's really getting into um, is really who who she is, who Raven is. That's what they're getting into here because that's who Trigon is. That's what happened to her. They're gonna they're using that as a point to kind of get into what's up with her. Because if you do remember in this episode, she's taking a nap. All the black stuff comes up and starts slicing her up on the sides. She doesn't know why. It's because of what just happened with Trigon. So that's what they're kind of leading into here. Yeah, but she has no heart. 
Yeah. <laughs> she's cold. Yeah. Oh, come on. Come yeah. on, she's cold. Come on. <laughs> she has no heart. She has a stone. <laughs> she's got... <laughs> she, she has a stone. <laughs> so, I mean... Uh... Captain America gave her the soul stone. Mm. <laughs> She, he she stole it from Vision. Ah. Oh, it's the same stone as Vision. No, it's in the same spot. It's the Mind Stone. Looks the same. It's not. It look. It's the same. It's not. It's it the is. stone. Anyways, <laughs> I I really I I agree with both of you. I really enjoyed this episode. I think this would have been a perfect opener. Yes. To yeah. the second season, it it baffles me how that it, worked. It's weird. It almost makes me wonder if they just made a mistake when they put it up on HBO Max originally. Could have. <laughs> and it was just like, oh, yeah. oops, sorry. We meant this actually was supposed to be the end of this, but we just miscategorized. It's possible because it because there's nothing about it that makes it seem like it's a finale. Nothing. Finale's happening. Nothing. But this episode is clearly the end of it. Right. Yeah. It's it. It was a really. I think I understand, you know, whatever. I know you guys are already saying it, but the whole cliffhanger thing—that clearly was not a cliffhanger. Deathstroke would have been the cliffhanger. Deathstroke would have been the Deathstroke would have been the cliffhanger. That's how you do it. That's right. how they've always done it. That's how Dad did it. And it's worked pretty well so far. Sorry. I mean, Dick, Dick, Dick Grayson <laughs> being being mind controlled—not a very good cliffhanger no. at all. It was hard. great episode. Great episode. Oh, a fantastic yeah. episode. It just mm -hmm. it didn't fit. It was it's right weird. Now. It's weird the way that they did things. And to each of your point, you're right. Deathstroke should have been the or even, you know, end the season like with a hint of this guy, Mr. Light, that they're Dr. Light. Dr. Who Light. Is Mr. Light. Yeah, I he's put in that, a doctorate. But then the notes too is who is Dr. Light? Hmm. Uh -huh. He comes into this episode. All your soul is mine. So well, you know who Doctor Pepper is, right? Oh, the physician. Your soul is mine. Your soul is mine. Your soul is mine. Mortal Kombat. Yeah, I love that oh, no, movie. We know. We know. It's we amazing. Know. It's fantastic. <laughs> yes, the it is. The original is so good. The original. Oh, yeah? It's it's campy. <laughs> The original is one. really campy, but it's still a good movie. There was a third one that happened after Annihilation, you know. Really? I heard that there was, uh -huh. and I have no interest in it whatsoever. Because Annihilation was hot garbage. They did a TV show, too, for a while, and that they was did. horrible. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But who is Dr. Light, though? You'll find out. I'm sure we will. I don't want him but, to answer you'll, that. You'll question. find out, but it's not a big deal. Well, will he be? Will Thanks. he be? The, well, I mean, stop, stop with that. What? This kombucha. It doesn't look like it. It'd smell it. No, it's peach. <laughs> it's kombucha. Yeah. I'm curious about that myself. Who is Doctor Light, and why is this now? Mm -hmm. And another thing, like it's like it's gonna be really interesting to see how they handle a villain like this, like another superpowered villain. I feel like the villains that they're introducing on the television show are way above Dick Grayson's pay grade. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, uh, like on the surface, he does not look like he's equipped to handle any of this at all. But somehow, yeah, on the surface, he's... he does not look calm and ready to drop bombs. But he keeps on forgetting mom spaghetti. What? <laughs> <laughs> Not, no, I no, 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 no. Anyway, what I don't get is he, he, it's just, it's, it's Batman and Superman against, um, <laughs> Darkseid all over again. 
when it, when they introduce superheroes, supervillains like this. I guess so. Dick Great against Deathstroke, fine. Against these superpower guys, you're right. Dick Grayson's got nothing. Mm-hmm. No. Well, I take that back. He can take out multiples of bad guys while being under the influence of. <laughs> Yeah, but they were multiple mind suppressant drugs. They were they were they were they were just regular people. Yeah, mm. but he had over two hundred percent. I know. <laughs> we're gonna he up was... the dose by two hundred percent. I'm still mad about this. Uh, he was chemically comatose, and he can take on twelve guys. <laughs> he had really good training. That's what I'm sticking I, I'm with. I'm surprised he had any use of his motor functions after that. Yes. Well, you know what? You know what saved him, right? Love, love. Was it love? love? It was love. It was love. It's always love. In episode one, Rachel, <laughs> Rachel loved Dick Grayson. In episode six, Dick Grayson fell in love with Rachel. No, that would be weird. Yeah, but there, it was. It was. You can't leave me. So she said, "You can't leave me." Oh, okay. Yeah. Here I am. <laughs> How you doing? I mean, that's just, that's the cliche, like, you have to have the one-on-one, it seems like it's the end, but then, uh, yeah, didn't, isn't that what happened with, with Gar, too? No, I, she, oh, it was, it was with Dick, okay, yeah, she goes it was up just, to him it was, she, yeah, it was yeah. just with Dick. Yeah, but, it's, but that's the thing, it's like, it's cliche, it's done every single time, where somebody has to have that conversation, like, remember the good times we had, remember, please remember, and suddenly, all of a sudden, I remember, ah, and I'm back, like. Okay, yeah, it's just it's been done so many times. We had that's this why con- we had this conversation with Neo and Trinity. I know. <laughs> so, <Rainbows>. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was a thing there. Um, a couple of questions that I had coming out of this episode, and this being the first one, we get this whole scene between you know Hank and Dawn, Hank and Dove, whatever you want to call them. And we come to find out that they're helping people get off of drugs because they were on drugs. I'm sorry. Did I miss something in the first season? They never touched on drug addiction with either one of these characters. He was doping up right off the bat. When we first saw him, he was in the bathtub doping up. Yes. And he couldn't perform. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, but are we sure that it was drugs? Because they, they, they go into this whole story. No. They weren't very clear at all, especially when you're, clear. especially when you're mixing that storyline with the storyline of this weird serum that's out there that's making people superhuman or whatever mm. MK Ultra thing that's going on. And now we have him, who's I thought he was just like shooting up some type of steroid or some type of painkiller for you know his hip. In no way did they hint towards they're both junkies. None, none no. of that, none of that ever. Was a thing. Well, they did once. They did once in the Dick Grayson episode when they are flashing back, or the before that when they're when they're cooking up crack. Ah, uh, how much of that? How much of that can you take at face value? That was all a hallucination thing, and you you saw Dick Grayson go kill Batman. So how much mm. of that can we really say? Okay, this is this was all well, real. This I, all I, happened. I I think what Trigon was doing, though, in those scenes, though, was he was taking, oh, yeah. like, their deepest desires yeah. and playing them out in real that's life. That's where they gave it there. Yeah, that's that's a valid point. Forgot about that part. I, I don't know. So, it, I it's agree, not though, Okay, it's not clean. I'll were, say that. If, if they were, because he, he was doing, he was doping up on something. What they weren't clear about is him, it's like, you know that he's doping up on something, 
And then now all of a sudden, three months later, he's three months clean. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Normally when you show people who are struggling with like drug addiction or anything like that, it isn't shoot up, get in bed and be like coherent enough to try to make love to somebody. It's in bed. You're passed out. You're done. Yeah. Th- that that I, I kind of feel like I kind of feel like that whole scene like afterwards should have yeah. never happened. Drugs work differently in DC. Unless I, you're Dick sure. Grayson. Yeah. Then you can take out twelve guys and perform all in one night. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Accurate. What's your superpower? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I wonder though if they tie if they continue with the serum thing. Lee, don't say anything. I know you've watched it. My, it would be cool if Deathstroke is jacked up on this stuff too. Now you you remember they did that in Arrow, right? It was all the Mitakuru, whatever. Well, Deathstroke was was Deathstroke in Arrow was Arrow's friend. Yes, and then he wasn't. And, yeah, so like, and then he wasn't. Was again. Eh, it was kind of a big deal. Like he was awesome in that, and he was not. That was not a hot second. That was a really big deal for quite some time. It was like the entire season yeah, out of, of him being like the enemy who was really formidable. And the guy <clears throat> who played him in Arrow did a really good job. Yes. Like, he's forever going to be, you know, death, Deathstroke for I'm, me. I hope this guy does an equal job. Well, <clears throat> keep in mind that we're looking at we're looking at the new generation of heroes. So as you saw there, Deathstroke was a little bit older. Older. So yeah. we're gonna we're seeing these older aging characters. I'm not giving anything away about that, but that's really what it comes down to is we're seeing these characters and they're not what they used to be. Um, I think I it's really interesting. About... I think it's really interesting that Jason Todd knows him. I think that's kind of cool. Mm. Well, I mean, yeah, because if, if Batman knows him, then he knows him. Um, it's kind of like a I'm Batman. Yeah. So let me talk about the um, okay the act and. Uh, just for a sec about Batman. Cause I know we talked about it before briefly when I jumped in with you guys and maybe, I don't know if it was in the Titans episode or... Titans, we gave it away. I didn't give it away. You gave the it away. The point is, we talked, we were talking about Batman. What? The the gloves, uh, get over that. Listen. <laughs> the gloves. You're still going to laugh at it because it's ridiculous, but I will say this. There is a slight resemblance to Adam West that this character, this guy, this actor has. I say slight only because he doesn't look like anybody else who's ever played Batman. But if you were to compare him to anybody, it would be him. It's just it's the eyes, something about the way he's he's done up. But what I think is really cool is his voice is not exact, but it almost resembles Kevin Conroy. And I like that. If you listen to how he speaks, the only difference is he has a slightly more New York accent that kind of comes out at the end of some of his lines. Um, but I, I actually really like the way this guy speaks. I, I love I love his voice for Batman. Um <clears throat> But that's that's kind of what I wanted to touch upon. I'm just I'm I happy think, we finally got I, to an episode where we hear him actually speak. I a think bit more. he would have been a better Alfred. Eh. You need an old Batman. You want an old Batman that you kind of don't like, and that's what they're what they're doing here. Andrew Lincoln's you know, problem was he really had a hard time shaking his British accent. Ian Glenn mm-hmm. has a really hard time shaking his accent. It's yeah. jarring. It's it, it it it's the only thing that I'm having a problem with with this character. Other than that, his relationship with Dick, which I still kind of am baffled by, they built this entire first season on 
a, a clear separation of of Dick and Bruce or, or Robin and Batman for a lot of reasons, and we were led to believe that it was because maybe Bruce is kind of losing it a little bit and things are getting a little bit too violent for Dick and he just wants out. But that wasn't oh. really the case at all, and now we're in this position where they're working together and Dick is not only like embracing Bruce back into his life, but seeking guidance about what to do. <laughs> like, uh, I don't know. I can't believe I didn't re remember him from Resident Evil. Like, he was like the bad guy in Resident Evil. Was he? Yeah. It's been like, a long time since I saw that movie. I'm sorry. But when I saw that, I thought about it. I'm like, oh, dude, it's totally him. Just give him, just give him glasses. It's him. Yeah. <clears throat> mm -hmm. Anyway. Back then, he kind of resembled our buddy there, who always dies, or is a backstabber. Sean Bean. One does not... Yes, Sean Bean. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> One does not simply replace Sean Bean with Ian Glenn. But, um, yes. One does not simply just walk into... So. so we all see. Your soul is... <laughs> your soul is mine. Yes. What what are your thoughts on the introduction of Rose here? Very much like Trinity in the beginning of Matrix. Her just running around and suddenly jumping up and uh, th across the buildings into a window and then. So I'm gonna be. This is gonna be sound. This is gonna sound weird. Has anyone? Has either of you guys played Dead or Alive? Or Soul Calibur, fighting games. Yeah, Dead or Alive. She, she reminds me of one of the female act uh, fighters on Dead or Alive. That's just how. She it's racist. Just, what? <laughs> okay. Why is that racist? Go ahead. Continue. No, just the way that she's dressed, her hair mm -hmm. is done up, that silver hair. Mm -hmm. She just reminded, in the way she fights, reminded me of, like, some of the female fighters on Dead or Alive. Mm -hmm. I don't know how that's racist. What's with our whole healing they... ability? Yeah, which they never really explained blaine or get into and why she still have an eye patch not at all i don't know well they're, they're gonna probably get into it they just introduced her understandable mm -hmm. but why does she still have the patch on her eye if it's healed well he replaced it he replaced it why Grayson gar is under the impression that her eye is still missing it's missing but <laughs> healed up well the wound yes that makes no sense if she can heal she can, she should be able to grow her eye back <clears throat> Well, if that's the issue, <laughs> I mean, we don't know what her power is. If you're saying there's a power, she well, claims to be able to heal. She claimed that, or they claimed it in the show. Who claimed that? They showed that in the show. When she is a bloodied mess with cuts and bruises and and, and bullet wounds and whatever else all over her body, uh -huh. Dick brings her back to, you her know, hand. Uh, oh, her okay. hand yep. and her hand healed up. Like she yeah, was sorry. fine. She went to sleep and she woke up and she was fine. Mm -hmm. So her eye should grow back. Why does her eye have to grow back? Why can't she just like heal? <laughs> but if she was going to heal, her eye would grow no, back. No, 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 no. Healing is different. If you lose, okay. If you lose your eye, you will eventually heal, but your eye won't grow back. She just has rapid healing. Not, not, um, uh, re, not what Ryan, what, uh, Ryan Reynolds, Deadpool has. Like, he can't just grow back, but he can heal over. So fast healing is different than replacement. 
rejuvenation. This is the lizard dude from Spider-Man. No, it's so, no. No. <laughs> no, this type of healing is different than what you think. It's not like you lose your ear, it grows back. If you lose your ear, it'll stop bleeding quicker. That's stupid. No, that's more realistic. I think that's, that's not I, healing that. It's stupid. I think that's okay. a little bit more realistic. She's. She, I, I, I don't like it. If she was able to, like, grow back limbs and grow back eyeballs... Like, then it gets to the point of hilarity for me. I want there to be a little bit of vulnerability to some of these characters. Corey can do it. <laughs> Cor Corey's Corey an alien. <laughs> Big difference. Corey is an alien. So, But why can she heal? Have we seen Corey lose a limb? Or no. an appendage of any kind? No. No. Didn't well, think she... so. No, we've seen bullets just burn as they touch her skin. Yeah, pretty much. That's a thing. I don't know. I like I like this I like this character. I like Rose. I like that she can't grow an eye back. I think that would be okay. Now you're just now you're just overpowered. Unless Corey is the first transgender alien in the comic uh, in a comic book and she she was once a he. And when she healed it didn't grow. <laughs> oh dear. It didn't grow back. Didn't grow back. So no. you know it was transgender a person in this episode and it was the barista that means that dick grayson what? doesn't own a dog <laughs> <laughs> that whole thing was stupid when he goes in there and it's like dirk oh I, I, it's dick excuse me like what me? <laughs> do you not know, do you not know how to pronounce the name dick okay here's my here's my one question about grayson <laughs> when did he quit his job <laughs> I've been wondering this for yeah. a while. Like, how is he surviving? Well, obviously Bruce Wayne. Bruce. Okay, yes, got that. But the question is, it's like, do you just not show up when you're a detective? Like, you just kind of show up whenever you want. Imagine he's still on the payroll. Yeah, and, there, and there's like, hey, where's Dick? I don't know. He... Okay. <laughs> he's a That's detective. A... No one cares. No, not at all. He feels by himself. It's two thousand like, miles away from where you're supposed to be working now, buddy. Come on. He's yeah, on the, he's on the West it's, Coast it's, now. It's little dumb things like this that goes back to the question of, like, how much detail are they really going to get into in anything? And I've always wondered when I watch a lot of the shows and in movies and stuff like that, I'm like, how do these people survive when they're never at work? They're never doing their jobs. You know, and then the question comes out, it's like, well, I've never seen them eat breakfast either, but blah, blah, blah. No, clearly he has spent all of his time a, not working, okay, and nobody okay, cares. But he, but he gets paid... <laughs> He goes and gets money from Alfred. He's, he's obviously getting fed by Bruce Wayne. Mm -hmm. But but he hates Bruce Wayne, and he cut himself off from Bruce Wayne. Does he though? But yet, but yet he kept no. Now he's not so much. But before, but did he though? Episode one, he's just like. I need an answer. I need an answer to that question because he clearly, like, the whole first season was clearly built around Dick Grayson Watson' complete break from Bruce, and yes. now it's. Yeah, he's still taking his money. Yeah, and his cars, well, and his toy, he's using his toys, and his toys. Yep, Such wonderful toys. But that's the thing, though, is does he? I he doesn't hate Bruce. Oh, he did. He just he wants, very much he, hated Bruce. He very much did. I don't first think, scene in episode one. We're like, oh, I don't think <laughs> he hated Bruce. I think he just wanted the whole point of episode of season one was him trying to break away to become his own entity. He hated the fact that he was that he was the shadow of Batman 
Not that he hated Bruce. No, he hated the he hated what Bruce turned him into. Yeah, they went through a whole thing about that. He even has that conversation with Jason Todd about he's going to turn you into what he wants you to be. Very clearly. Very, yes. very much clear. He he is not very high on Bruce throughout the entire first season. And the, the, and the and the only reason why I'm go ahead. I'm sorry. Now that now that he's the leader of the Titans, he's going to do with them what Bruce what Batman did with him. Mm-hmm. Well, he doesn't hate Batman. He, it does, he doesn't hate Batman. He doesn't hate Bruce Wayne. He thinks he does, but he doesn't. He doesn't. Let's be real. They, they, they he just, he's like, I don't want to become that, but he does. I, I, I can't live without him. I can't live without him, but I really do need him. Mm. You know, he, it's a love hate. He is trying to become his own person, which is why he becomes Nightwing. Oh my gosh, he is. A, well, he is a. Batman. Oh, no, God. he's not Nightwing yet. In this episode, he is very much Xavier. He's very much Charles. Oh yeah. Oh, they are yes. stealing so much from 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 Professor Xavier in this episode. It's ridiculous. Even the whole even the whole thing about this is a place where we teach people like you how to be their yeah. best selves. It's like this is a line straight out of Xavier's mouth. There's no bones about this at all. So you mm -hmm. say he becomes Nightwing. Nightwing who, sir? He's just like yeah. this is the school for a special children. Like true. I think he becomes at some point he becomes Nightwing. Well, fine. Probably we don't. I. I but I, I understand that. And the journey watching him become Nightwing is fantastic. I just wish that there was a little bit more consistency with the show and some of the things they're doing. Namely, his namely Dick's relationship to Bruce. And if they're do if they did the whole ex junkie thing with Hank and Dove, it could have been done a lot cleaner. I should have like known about it. I shouldn't be asking questions about whether or not there were they were junkies at one point in their past. I agree. Yeah. But you kind of get it here, and then you just kind of move on. Right. Well, they are side characters. They're not really part. Yeah. I mean, they are, but they're not. They're side they, characters. They kind of pop They pop in, and they're part of it. But that's that's kind of, yeah. That's why they're side characters. Well, right? they're, they're, they're doing the thing where they're bringing everybody together, and everybody's going to kind of join in in San Francisco. and. Where's Cyborg? Not yet, man. Not yet. That's a very good question. That's a I know very, that's oh. a very good question. I forgot. Yeah, there's a lot that goes on in this. I think it's the, it has to be this. It's totally this season. Yeah, you'll enjoy this. Don't say anything. I'm not gonna say anything. Say nothing. But I know I know things have been ruined because you looked things up before. But I have not. Yeah, I started to look on this on season one for something, and I saw. A uh, thumbnail from season four, and I was like, "No!" You saw like a bunch of characters there. That's the problem. Is I don't, I didn't want to know which characters were coming in. I only but saw I, two, and I was like, "No!" I started doing that because I wanted like more backstory about some of these characters. So it's just like, "Ooh, when was this character introduced? In what comic? And blah 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 blah." And yeah, I ended up getting spoiled on the whole Bruce thing being in the show, and I was like, "I could have gone without really knowing that." I was spoiled too. Somebody told me. Yeah, well, we we knew that you're going to hear something from Bruce Wayne. We didn't know to what extent. Um, I, I'll say this. From what I've seen, and this isn't really spoiling much, Bruce, what you saw of Bruce is basically what you're going to see of Bruce. There's not a lot of Bruce. Good. You know, and that's that's just so you, you know, kind of feel that comment. It's like, don't expect it to be a bunch of Batman stuff. Good. 
is that really smart like, though? Yes. Are we sure? You don't want to. Yeah, you don't want to bring Batman. This show's not about Batman. It's not I Justice agree. League. I agree. And, and that's what we told me we were doing like Mandalorian, and you and you said you were going to nope out as soon as they start bringing Jedi and lightsabers, and I'm noping out. And if they if they took this show and made it a Batman show, it'd be like this. That's not what this is. That's it's not, not Justice what this League. Is. Yeah, it's not. It's but again, we're introducing pro. Dick did not handle himself very well. In he was drugged up. He's been his mind was poisoned. You know, there's a lot that was going on with Dick where somebody else had to help him. And I just feel like you're, you're writing in a lot of characters that Dick is incapable of handling on his own. And you have this looming shadow of Bruce that is all over this character. Right, but he's going to have the rest of the Titans with him, though. I mean, Corey's oh. going to come back. Are we sure she's going to come back? Of course. Okay, so um, she gets kidnapped in this of- episode, and they call her Your Highness. Mm-hmm. Right, but in in the comics and in the in the TV shows, um, what's her what's her superhero name? Starfire. Starfire. She is a main character of the Titans, so she's coming back. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Uh, yeah. Donna I'll... Troy. Wonder Girl. Wonder Girl. Wonder Girl. What, what the heck? Wonder Girl. <laughs> Wonder Girl. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> this character. Awful. I don't like her. I don't like her at all. I love what uh, they're doing in this episode, though. They're 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 staking they're staking Wonder out. Wonder Girl was never part of the Titans, though. Which is why I don't like it. Don't eh. worry about it. Don't I, worry about it. I I'm okay with Donna. I'm okay with Donna in this show. I think it's I think it's interesting. I like what the I, two I, of them are doing, and they're like on the stakeout to catch this metahuman human that they're calling them. And it's this woman that oh, shimmers. So, uh, the, the Flash, uh, yeah. the TV show, The Flash, coined that phrase. Yeah, metahumans. Metahumans. <sighs> okay. Yeah, it's also an DC universe online and stuff like that. It's it's well used. Well, it started with the Flash, mm-hmm. and then they just coined it, and then everybody started using it. It makes sense. Yeah, I'm fine with the term metahuman. Yeah, but anyway, so they're 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 taking out and they're trying to capture this sh- shimmer, who literally shimmers. And I like what she does. She, like, picks up a paper and she chucks it at the two of them. And it, like, turns into, like, a solid weapon that's, like, like flying at them. It, I thought it was pretty cool. I thought it was a pretty cool effect. It didn't last very long. No. <laughs> who who was it in, um, was it Wolverine? The guy who does the cards. God does the same yeah. thing. Gambit. Gambit. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of does a similar thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of a Gambit character. I thought that was cool. But yep. she shimmers. I love it. You gotta change your name. It's so dumb. <laughs> like, she calls her out on it. Yeah. Dr. Light, though? Come on. That's, that's, that is the lamest name. That's horrible. It's really bad. It's... Dr. Light. So you get him <laughs> at the beginning, and he's like, I don't know, if he, is he breaking out of prison? Is that, like, the whole thing? Like, the whole setup? Yeah. Like, he's breaking out of prison, and he, like, makes this guy go all... Smith, yeah. if we want to talk about another Matrix he reference, yeah, his eyes so, and so his could, nose and his mouth light up, lights up just like Smith did when Neo killed him. It's like it's yeah. so on the nose. Or Doctor Who regeneration, yes, same idea. Doctor Who was the whole head and his hands. Yeah, well, like, it, was like, it was mouth first and then head and hands. Yeah, but it, it all it, yeah, yeah, but you didn't, but Doctor Who didn't blow up. 
<laughs> Basically did. No, he just turned. Uh-huh. To somebody different. Weird. Transfiguration. Doctor Who is awesome. <laughs> I'm surprised you don't like Doctor Who, Will. Like, Listen. Sci-fi stuff. He's like awesome. Uh, mm. I, I couldn't I couldn't do once it. You, once you get past the campiness and understand the character and the writing starts getting really, really good with... um, uh, I always go... I, I always say Matt Smith. Matt Smith was the... Oh, he was actor. good, but before him, just before him. The one everybody loves. Tennant. Tennant. David Tennant. I like the writing in that got really, really good. It was fantastic. And I know you you saw Blink that we've talked about that one. That that episode really is good. One of the best episodes in Doctor it, Who. It is fantastic. But by itself, I, I remember watching two episodes when I was in England and I'm like, this is weird. It was one had the Ood, and then the other one was the um the coronation. Um when the Queen was being crowned and all yeah. that stuff. I, I don't remember what happened. Oh, that was the radio one. Something's going on with the radios. TV. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Broadcast. Yeah, anyway. But, I digress. No, just this whole thing, like, when the car blows up at the end, mm -hmm. Rose and Grayson should have been singed or something. Like They made it out just in time. Yeah, of course they did. I want to know what's going on in the back of that, in the back seat that, like, was somebody back there? Like, oh, Yeah, probably. Why did no one notice it when they got in the car? Very valid around. question. They drove around for a really long time and mm -hmm. had a really big conversation, and they didn't notice somebody in the back seat. Nah. Oh. <laughs> Just laying on the floor until he blew up. Yeah, it's unconscious. I don't know. This whole Rose character thing is really. Uh, I like that he lets her leave. I I like that he doesn't like keep her locked up somewhere. Or, like, forced to, like, get along with a whole bunch of people. Like, he gives her the option to leave and gives her the cell phone and everything. I thought that was really cool of him to do. Like, he's a, he's, he's, he's a great leader. Like, he's doing his job really, really well. And Bruce must have a great deal of trust for him if he's just letting Jason go. Like, here, have Robin teach him you're better than me. I thought that whole dynamic there, I think, is really interesting, too. I like the blind... Fight yeah. yeah. I thought that was really cool. I thought it was funny that, like, all Gar did was, was, tap, him was tap him on the head, and he goes off. He's like, this guy's coming at me like an animal. It's like, <laughs> he hit you on the head very gently he after tapped you, you, like. Yeah, it was ridiculous. He gave you a little knock, and that was it, dude. Come on. Yeah, just to show you that he had you. Like, that was it. And he got so mad about it. <laughs> I don't remember that the first time watching, so I just thought it was too funny. No, I'm I. I really enjoy this TV show overall, um, but I'm excited to see, you know, because obviously, in in the in the Arrowverse, we never got introduced to Rose. No, there was no Rose. Um, there was a Jack, but no Rose. Um, <clears throat> so this is a new character. I've never heard of her as a character as a superhero in the DC universe. But Deathstroke, I'm looking forward to seeing what they do with him. So am I. Because he, he has always... I never even thought of bringing him in because they did such a good job in Arrowverse that he was Green Arrow's nemesis. I never thought of him being a nemesis towards Titans. But I like that. Yeah. Will they bring a, will they bring a Green Arrow protege into this? 
I would I would ask. I, That'd be cool. I I don't think that they should. I think we have our core characters, like our core heroes, and I think all the like the glory and everything should go to them. You don't have to bring in another character to like deal with something. If you're going to bring in another character to deal with something, it should it should be Bruce because it's there, it's established, that kind of thing. So I I don't know about that. Like eventually well, we, we have to waiting. eventually we have to get to the point in this show where Dick is able to do something for himself and not have to rely on Wayne Tech and not have to rely on the rest of the Titans to bail him out. Like eventually he has to be able to stand on his two feet. And I think this is going to probably be a perfect opportunity for that to happen. Yeah. As Nightwing. Nightwing. Sure. Mm -hmm. Sure. And if it's going to be like, if Deathstroke is going to be that catalyst, I'm happy with that. I'm 100% happy with that. I'm really curious to see what they're going to do. I'm also the, the, uh, the whole thing about, his daughter, like, what, what, I want to know what it was that set off Way Wilson in the first place, Deathstroke. I want to know what was that, that set him off. Like, he sees Todd on TV, and it's just like, well, I'm going right back into it, and he th- does the whole thing. Ah. We'll probably find that out. That, sure. I, a question like that, I'm not worried. I think that they'll answer it. Um, I, I like you know, knowing that it's Deathstroke, not knowing exactly why yet, because we have we've only seen him at the last episode. We haven't seen him in this episode yet, mm-hmm. so we don't fully know. I don't think we're going to get a lot of him until further on into the season. Probably not. Probably. I think not. we're going to. I think we're going to have to deal with Doctor Light first before <laughs> we. <laughs> Doctor Light. Doctor, it's so dumb. It's mm-hmm. a. Re- I yeah. Um, each side, Marvel and DC, have their share of just bad named characters that are like, oh, really? That's what you went with? Okay. Yep. Mr. Fantastic. Bob. Saying, like, we had a whole conversation on Bob. 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 You mean Bob the Goon from Batman? No, no, Bob. no. We're talking about Bob. Bob. In Secret Invasion. Bob. Oh, Bob. We were oh, like, yeah, I was talking about, I was like, hey, Bob, I got stuff. you have, you have tell you have Talos, you have Nick Fury, you have <clears throat> Thor, you have Loki, you have Iron Man, you have all these cool names and you have Bob. Yeah, well, Bob wasn't a villain or a, or a hero. He's just a dude named just Bob. Dude. He was a scroll. He was a scroll, but his scroll name wasn't Bob. It was Bob. It was not Bob. It was Bob. Okay. <laughs> hey, just, Bob. That should be pretty funny. funny. It's just well, fun yeah. to say Bob. Yeah. It, it's it's always a, a it's always he's uh, Bob is always one of those characters where it's like he's there and then he's not. Yeah. Bob. So, but you, you remember um what was that movie uh, Titan AE? Titan AE. Yeah, it was it was an animated, animated movie. It was done by I forgot who which um, animation studio did it. Not a very popular one, but it was one of them. Anyway, the whole point was the Earth was destroyed or being destroyed, so they had to turn on an engine to create another Earth. He was like, "Oh man, what should we name this place?" He goes, "I'm thinking Bob." <laughs> and my cousin Bobby was like, "Yes!" <laughs> in the theater. <laughs> Remember Bobby's World? Oh, dude. My name is Bobby. <laughs> okay. How, how we Mandel, man. Um, 
No, overall, though, out of the two TV shows that we're doing right now, I think this one right here is the best. Huh. It, I actually, for... for uh, Of the two that we're doing now, yes. <laughs> I'm still missing Andor, and I want to see a season two soon, because, geez. 20, yeah. 25. <sighs> Sorry, the... Uh, yeah, 2020. Yeah, well, we'll see what happens after the writer's strike and the actor's strike. 2029. <laughs> Andor is, is, like, old. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, no, but for a T, I'm sorry. Maybe maybe Netflix killed, ruined it for me because they, when they did all of their Marvel stuff, they they nailed it. They did a fantastic job with Daredevil and Jessica Jones, and Daredevil uh, was the Dare, best. Daredevil was amazing. I Daredevil was fantastic through and through. Yeah. This is this is close. What they're doing here with a lot of these characters on Titan, this is close. I'm surprised, like Lee said earlier, I'm surprised that this didn't get a lot more like notoriety than it has. Like, how is this not on the radar? Especially somebody like me who pays attention to this kind of thing. I can't believe this didn't come across my Any radar at all. I think it's just because things were overly saturated. This it's just, possible. There was, way too much, there was way too much content coming out for a while and everybody was just watching all these shows so when this came out it was just like it was a bad time because everybody was so focused on other things that were going on right so Van, it's it, i mean I, I it's it's on popularity because of everything else going on around them. you know we, t- we so we talked about this a little bit last on our last conversation but hbo max i'm not going to call it max because it's hbo max well it was when this started and yeah <sighs> but they're doing a new cartoon called my adventures with superman it's a cartoon it's Fantastic. It's not called Zippity Doodah or whatever Will was talking about. No, that's <laughs> Zippity Toilet. <laughs> it's fantastic. <laughs> From what I've seen so far, it's fantastic. Um, but there's they did something really cool that I've never seen DC do. Superman, or he's Clark before he becomes Superman, he goes to his ship and the ship actually generates. Um, a hologram of Jarrell, and Jarrell is talking to him, and he's speaking Kryptonian. He's not speaking English. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is interesting. You've never, ever heard the Kryptonian language until this movie, until this cartoon. I'm like, DC's animation does the best storytelling. They do some of the best movies. They do some of the like. Their their animation is fantastic. I'm gonna have to watch and some of this now. They do a really really I'm good job. I'm gonna have to watch this now because I'm I'm really and curious to know like what Kryptonian sounds like. Yeah, it's actually really really cool. Um, and they do a good job at how he's how he becomes Superman. Um, be, and it's cool because there's a I'm not giving anything away, but he's actually in a fight with something. And before he officially becomes Superman, he's still Clark with some of the powers. When he gets beat up, there are times where he's like full Superman, but then he's part like he's still somewhat human. And there's this transition. You see him get a black eye. And then once he becomes Superman, then all of that changes. But up until that point, he can get hurt like by bigger things. They throw a spin on it that's really, really cool. They followed suit with. Like when they use Lawrence Fishburne as Perry White, right? They followed that storyline. Oh. Um, hmm. There, where they used, 
they didn't use your rich your 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 typical Perry White character. They used yeah. Um, but overall, they actually it's really really cool so far. Hmm. I, I I watched it with my son, and I'm like this. I will love this show. Hopefully, <laughs> they maintain it, and they don't go off the deep end with it. But I'm loving it so far. What what is it again? It's on Max. It's on Max. My Adventures. Okay. With Superman. My Adventures. With why? Why is it called My Adventures? It's told from what perspective? Clark. Clark is Superman. I know. So My Adventures oh, no. as Superman? Nope, with Superman. With. <laughs> Just uh, with. Well, I see, Clark, to... Clark and yeah, Superman are different people. Oh, right. Yeah. There is a line. He actually gets, like, he turns, like... When he becomes Superman and Jarrell gives him his Superman outfit, and he comes back to his mom's house, he comes back to um, Kent's. the Kent's house. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have the red, like briefs that are over his thing, mm-hmm. and she's she's like, I can barely tell it's you. And she goes, and she looks at, she goes, and you definitely need some shorts to go with that. I'm like, oh wow. my god, <laughs> I'm like oh my wow. god, <laughs> like, that's so bad. It's so bad. <laughs> but it's actually a pretty good i i think what dc is doing i think where they where dc lost it was they did a great they were they started off great with man of steel and they did the first wonder woman was really good everything else was not so hot so we were talking about this actually a few people i was walking through the airport with yesterday um just random people yeah just random randos um bobs yeah bobs bobs and jacks <sighs> and heathers anyway um and the the funny thing is they were saying like how the the sequels like later on didn't really amount to what they could have otherwise so a lot of these movies i i think um like superman we'll say man of steel and then you've got batman v superman which was horrible compared to man of steel Reason being, they end up having to rewrite it, then rewrite it, then rewrite it so many times. They kept on changing who was at the helm when they were doing that initially. And that's when you ran into the problems because people were overthinking and changing it and changing it. And you start to wonder, like, how many other things could have been better if they didn't have if they didn't keep changing hands, you know, right. and getting other people involved. Like Solo was originally Ron Howard or did it end up being Ron Howard? I don't know. I didn't care for that movie. So well, that's know. the thing is you didn't care for it because it was redone like four times. I think it ended up being Ron Howard. I don't know who was doing it beforehand. Yeah. Who originally wrote Man of Steel? I don't remember. Did they just let him carry it through? Well, that's the thing. It's like if it goes well, just stick with it. Find a way to make it work. Don't keep changing it over and over again. I mean, that's why we ran into issues again with you know the sequel trilogy. I mean, it didn't have a great start. But the middle of that was hot garbage. And then the Rise of Skywalker wasn't great. It was just like them trying to like it was them trying to find some way to undo what was done in the last one. And it was it was useless. So it, it was this whole disjointed mess. So I don't know. I, I, that's the problem we've been running into with a lot of things like this, where we have these high expectations for superhero um, stories to have a continuation and they end up being garbage because they keep on changing hands. Christopher Nolan helped write Men of Steel. Yes, he did. Sure. Yeah, involved. And Zack Snyder directed it. Right. 
not involved in Superman or Batman v Superman. Listen, James Gunn with those Guardians movies has compl- has knocked it out of the park. Like I, he's mm-hmm. competent in what he does. So whatever yeah, he's gonna, whatever, whatever direction he's style. gonna bring DC from this point on, like I'm gonna give him the benefit the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. So clean oh, slate. Zack Snyder did Batman versus Superman too. So yes, he, he did. He failed there, mm-hmm. but he wasn't. But he wasn't working with Nolan, right? And that's the, it, it. Comes down to the writing and the directing. Like the team has to follow along, right? And that's where we run into problems when you get to sequels. You know, it's it blows my mind how well Irving Kirshner did with um, Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, you know that that is a sequel that's like whoa. It's very rare that you find a sequel that just blows the first one out of the water. I mean, obviously, like El Mariachi before um, Desperado, that was like a low-budget indie film, and then you've got, you know, everybody else at the helm, and it's like, oh, let's make the sequel. Duh, that's going to happen. But to have, like, this big blockbuster movie that's a big deal, and then have a sequel come out that's like, blows it out of the water, that's very rare. I don't know, Star Trek did it. The original Star Trek movie with the motion picture was boring. Wasn't great. Yeah. It's really it boring. Then, yeah. Yeah. I said I was gonna. That, I said I was yeah. gonna go watch the uh, Star Trek films. I tried to watch the original. I was like, "What is? Yeah, I can't." Rathacon. Yeah, skip, awesome. skip the first movie. Go to right to movie two, and then watch from there because the first movie is just mm. yeah, snooze fest. Yeah. But when you watch the start, the new Star Trek trilogy, they oh yeah got they got better and better. Yeah. Yeah. They were well, really good overall. Yeah. There are some trilogies. There are some that do it really, really well. Like, Jurassic Park didn't do it so well. No. <laughs> Jurassic Park 1 was good. 2 and 3, Jurassic World was stupid. Mm-hmm. The remainder of Jurassic World was stupid. Well, yeah, so 1 was really good. And the rest of them were dumb. But I think that's... We said this before, though, is they're trying to do this whole thing where everything is in a universe, mm-hmm. and I'm tired of that. So am I. Just do a one-off... What happened to the hour and a half... And that's one thing, too, is I was we were talking about the writer's strike last episode we were talking about. And one of the things that was said in that, too, is the blockbuster movie is like you got one or two a year back in the 90s. Now that, that's all they try to make is a yeah. blockbuster. Oh, movie. absolutely. Absolutely. I- imagine go back yeah. to an hour and a half movie and then give us two or three blockbusters a year. Mm-hmm. People would look forward to it mm-hmm. when you're expecting another one each month. That's you and know, they're all every three other. and a half hours long. You're like, mm-hmm. it's a lot. That's well, a, it's so a lot. Here's, here's what we have to remember. Okay, in 2008, Iron Man came out. What they did with that that first whole Infinity Saga was different than anything else we've seen in cinema. And I know I've said that. I I feel like I'm just saying the same thing I've been saying forever. We've never seen movies come out like this and then all tie in and then all come together in the way that they did to have them interweave the way they did, you know, interlink link. <laughs> uh, the way that they did is insane. Nothing, nothing else has done it like this, you know, and lasted this long and just kept on pumping out movies that created that universe. And everybody else is trying to do stuff like that by pumping out sequels, pumping out sequels, pumping out sequels. I don't know. Star Trek did it for a long time. They did, but, I'll, some of them were snoozers. You're gonna, but there was there were some of the 
Marvel stuff that were like Dark World was not Dark good. Dark World, Incredible Hulk. You're gonna get that. Yeah, I know. We but get this that. Was, this is you can go Star you can go all the way back to the 70s with this mindset. I I know you guys don't enjoy them anymore, but horror yeah, movies. Like Friday the 13th. How many Jeff of them? How many yeah, how I mean, many Fridays the 13th? How many Halloweens and how many uh, Nightmare on Elm Streets were there? Those are different. Those are different and. That that the horror genre is a whole different thing than anything else. Horror horror has is usually in many cases low budget, very cheesy, just focused on the on the gore and the whatever. And, and you can keep pumping them out, and even if they're bad, people will keep keep watching them. Name that's, that's the name name. I, I disagree with this. Name a more memorable scene out of a horror movie than whatever happens in the original. Johnny Depp Welcome. getting sucked into that bed is iconic. Nothing else from any of those movies are that. Oh, no. Not true. Welcome, Welcome to, to prime Welcome time. Welcome to prime time. <laughs> Crap. Uh, I love okay. that. I love that. And that was that. Frank Darabont. I love that. And it was amazing. But that was that was not... That wasn't... That was three. Dream Warriors. Dream Warriors, not yep. Warrior Child. Oh, no. no. Not Dream, Dream, not Dream Child. Not Dream Child. Not Dream yeah. Master. <laughs> War... Not Freddy's Dream Dead. Warriors was a that was three. Dream Warriors was three. Was, it was fantastic in the mental institution. That yeah. was fantastic when he's doing the whole the marionette yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. That was fan when you see the guy's arm with his. That was twisted, but that was fantastic. Yeah. Anyway, but the point that the whole point we're getting at is so many things. Yes, horror movies can keep doing it, and that's been done. Now, now, when they started doing the Freddy versus Jason, that was crossing over two different things that you didn't realize were connected. Now they weren't connected at, at, for a long time because um, Friday the Thirteenth was all owned by was all done by Paramount. So after uh, they were no longer involved, and, and um, they did the first uh, Friday the Thirteenth movie on on New Line, that's when they made that crossover. Like, hey, we're going to do Freddy versus Jason, and then later on, New Line put out Freddy versus Jason. Right. So yeah. That's when they started saying, "Hey, we can start crossing things over." But it's horror. Well, it's they did. They did than... a good job though with the, even the first Freddy, not Freddy, the first Jason, uh, Friday the Thirteenth movie, where the original killer wasn't wasn't even him. Wasn't even it was him. His mother, right? It was his mother, right? Yeah. And then they went to him, and then they went to him and just stuck with him, which is fine. Mm -hmm. But he's but those but those in those cases though these are guys who are technically that you can't kill them. Mm -mm. It's not like Scream, where it's a different person every time, and it's just usually. But they always come back for that jump scare. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, no, listen, I understand I, that I the horror is. We can't compare horror movies to what we're talking about here. I'm not they're, comparing they're horror movies to what we're talking about here. I'm comparing that everything has to be within a universe. That's what I'm saying. And I'm saying that this, this, this concept has been done mm -hmm. since the 70s, and it's proven to work. It's just. I think now it's just oversaturated and it's being done in a genre where I don't think I don't think it has legs. What universe okay, what universe or we'll say what stories, what horror stories crossed over in a universe besides Freddy versus Jason? Alien versus Predator. That was later on and more sci fi than horror, but Well it's sci fi. It's he's sci talking about seventies, eighties, old yeah, older but horror. Aliens Aliens was a sci fi horror. Yeah. Action. Aliens oh, yeah. versus Predator. Yes, um, but we're, we're right now we're talking seventies, seventies, eighties. So we're talking about seventies, eighties horror. So name name other horror movies that had some type of crossover. 
that well, not even that so, not 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 even so much crossover. I'm talking about well, the sequel after a sequel after a sequel after a sequel after a sequel, and it's just continue. That is a franchise. It might that's as well universe. be. It might as well be a universe. Well, then you can say James Bond because they made twenty something movies or thirty movies at this point. That, but that's not what I'm getting at. The I would say I would say have, James Bond belongs in that discussion as well. It would be in that discussion, but I think we're comparing apples to pineapples here. Where you're uh, close, but you're not I, quite I the same. I don't thing. think we're. I think I think the comparisons the are valid. Eh. Star Trek. They did different. It was the same universe, but because they crossed over. Star deep Trek space, is Star Trek. That's but they not, crossed over all like Voyager and Deep Space Nine and Next Generation and the originals. Those, those are the same all universe. Crossed. Okay. That is comparable to what we're talking about right. here, you know, because it's Marvel, Star Trek, whatever. That makes sense. Um, you could even say Star Wars because they're not part. Well, I don't know. I feel like you. That's all uh, one. That's all one big story. It is all one big story, but it's not because you have the offshoots like Solo and stuff like that. But it's all still part of like we know these characters, therefore right. it's connected. If they had something that was way off, like Mandalorian, okay, that's well, changing like, right, it's things. like right now they're doing like Paramount's doing. Um, Strange new worlds for Star Trek. And it's all yeah. about Christopher Pike. Right, right. Which is the beginning of it all. Because mm-hmm. he was in the first episode. He was of the, the original. He was the original. Yep. Right. So stuff like that is fine. But it was. Have it, when you have one or two or even three like Star Trek, where. Or even if Marvel was one of the few that did it, it wouldn't be so bad. What I'm, what's getting me upset is everybody is doing it now. Right. Everybody is trying to do it now. Right. And that's where we're running into the issues because everybody's trying to, everybody's trying to jump on and do the same thing that was successful for a decade. Right. But and now is is proving to no longer be successful, and they're trying to put their own spin on it and see if they can cha- shake things up and and change it, and they're not. And the problem with us in our situation is. We were so exposed to so many really cool things for a decade, and now we're like, everything sucks. Right? Yeah, like, pretty much. And that's it. And we knew this was going to happen. We've been saying it since we started this podcast. I really hope they don't drop the ball, but they have to at some point. And they have. They have to at some point. I mean, we all love Tom Brady, right? At some point, he's going to get too old. He's going to trip and break his ankle. And sorry, like he can be great, but there's only so far you can run. Right. You know, or break his arm and you can't throw the ball anymore. Whatever. Rookie of the year. When the kid rebroke his arm, he couldn't throw it anymore. You know, exactly. (laughs) But where where are movies like that, though? There are. We're not going to we're not going to be fully satisfied for the rest of our lives with a movie franchise. It's not going to happen. It is not possible whatsoever. We're always going to have things we don't like about a series or a universe or whatever. I went back to. um I was looking for a movie that I had to watch, and I love how we've done two recordings tonight, and mm. both of our conversations had nothing, nothing to do to with do. either. Of the Almost TV nothing shows. to do, yeah. Almost. Almost. Um, but I was, I was like, oh, what do I want to watch? And I was going through Amazon, and you have your my stuff that you mm. purchased mm-hmm. in the past. I came across, and I was like, oh, I haven't watched it forever, and it's my favorite all-time movie. Mm. Kevin Costner's Robin Hood Prince of Thieves. <laughs> Laugh all you want. I thought you were going to say Passion of the Desert. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't own that movie. Sorry, it's been a while since we've talked about that. <laughs> but Kevin Costner's Robin Hood Prince of Thieves is my... I told Will one night, I said, I do not want to do a podcast on it because I don't want to walk away hating the movie. Oh, exactly. But I started watching it and I was like, man, 
like when this came out, this was the blockbuster of 91. <laughs> it was the summer blockbuster. What happened to summer blockbusters? What happened to movies like this where you were like looking forward to something yeah. that wasn't 90% green it's screen? It's the saturation. That's what I'm saying. Right now, things are so overly saturated and everybody's trying to get to that level that, that the MCU did for a decade. And we're all completely spoiled. We've been eating caviar for the past 10 years, and now we're getting, you know, this mediocre thing that's supposed to look like caviar, and we're like, oh. 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 <laughs> but we want the good stuff. We've had the good stuff. We tried the great stuff, and it's not delicious. <laughs> and, and, if we, and the thing, the reality is, if we got the stuff that we're getting now 10 years ago, we would be satisfied. We would be a lot more satisfied than we are. So that makes a good point, because yeah, if, if Titans came out in the like the 2012, 13, or 14 range, we would have loved it more than probably... I mean, I still love this show. Yeah. We probably wouldn't have passed over it. No, no. No. We would have been all about it. Yeah. We would have been all about it to finally see a live-action, you know, Nightwing and his, and his crew, you know, whatever. Right. Like, we'd be all over that. So I, I think we have to remember that. We have been spoiled, and that's why everything sucks. <laughs> There's really no way around that. Which is why I'm looking. I'm looking forward to movies like Oppenheimer, Oppenheimer, mm. Oppenheimer. Open, yeah, that Oppenheimer. looks really, really good. Yes. So, so stuff like that. So, but okay. The other thing that we have to remember too is we have our we have our own guilty pleasure nostalgia thing too. If we rewatch some of the stuff that we used to like, you know, again, I used to love your favorite movie there. Um, Robin Hood? No. No. Equilibrium. That's not my favorite movie. Well. <laughs> I like the <laughs> I still like the movie. It's a Listen. fun. For a, for, but this is the thing, though. is just to sit back and watch an entertaining movie, mm -hmm. it fits that. Okay. So I just, on the plane, I watched Rain of Fire. It was all right. It, it was what? really. It was okay. It was, it was pretty lame. And. But it, and it will and very predictable. Of course, it was um, but it's but it, it's a predictable movie. But at the same time, it's it's one of those things where it's like you don't see stuff like that. No, it's uh, a medieval movie in the future. Yeah, but it's it's a really cool concept. It's a post-apocalyptic time because dragons and castles. It's medieval time. <laughs> There's a castle. I don't okay. care. There's a castle that just happens to be there because they're in what? England somewhere? Yeah. Or, yeah. They're in England because they want to go to London. Blah, blah, blah. Anyway. Yeah. That's it. Matthew McConaughey in that. Matthew McConaughey in jumps that? Head, I actually... Matthew jumps McConaughey head, head first into the mouth of a dragon, and that's it. You go, well, Matthew oh. McConaughey in that is nothing like Matthew McConaughey in anything else that he no, does. No. No. He's actually really good in it. And Matthew McConaughey, and, Christian Bale, and Gerard Butler all in one movie. Yeah, but Come Gerard on. Butler was such a – he was nerfed. That was before he became Gerard. That was, that was I understand he, that, but it was just like – it was such a crap character. Like they just – like he was just like his buddy, and then he's – he he's, was, But he was one of like the first – it's like one of his first movies. Yeah. He okay. wasn't a big actor then. It's like his introduction type deal. Okay, all right. So I'm sorry. To, to, to not be a big actor, a big name actor, and then coming on with Christian Bale and Matthew McConaughey is... Yeah. I mean, the, the the plot of that... But here's the thing, though. Is there was a movie... I saw this on where I see the preview for it. Um, 
Dragon Wars. Have you ever seen? <laughs> oh yeah, where dragons yeah, yeah. take over the world yeah. today, uh -huh. and there's like it's so dumb. Oh yeah, we watched it over at. Uh, I watched at it once. It's so horrible. <laughs> it's it so bad. bad. It was. It was. It was bad. It and, was. It was bad. Yeah. But it was like worse. It, like imagine like a like a sci-fi TV version of like a really bad Godzilla movie. Okay. But here's what. But here's the thought process though: is movies like that, movies like Reign of Fire, movies like Equilibrium. Yeah. The plots are different. They're good. They're is it the best writing? Eh. No. But they're one-off movies, and I miss that. Right. So I miss that too. I. I Nothing agree with original. what I, I agree with what what you're both saying. I don't think you're ever going to see a time where the hour and a half or two hour standalone film is going to dominate, you know, the theaters ever again. I don't think we're going back to that. However, always... I do I I do think you're going to find that on the indie scene. I do think yes. you're going to you have to go there if you want movies and you want experiences like that. Well, that's what we need to do more of. I mean, I know right now we're focusing on these TV shows and stuff like that and new movies, but the reality is it was nice when we went back to some older stuff that was indie. Right. You know, we, well, there's two movies I brought up. One, you've, you've seen it, was Time Trap. Yeah, we talked about was that. It was fantastic. It's a, it's a B film. Mm -hmm. And there's one on Hulu called Multiverse. Yeah. And it's a B film, but it's fantastic. Yeah, which you I'm all like for. This, you know, you know, fantastic. You know what I watched again also on the plane? Actually, I watched a bunch of stuff on the plane. I, I finally finished Black Adam, and then I watched Fury of the Gods after you that. You watched Black I started to watch Black Adam, I fell asleep. I did too. I, I got back into it three months later. I'm just like, let me just finish this. And it got better in the end, I'll tell you that. And then I followed up with um, Shazam, Fury of the Gods, which was, eh. I'll, I'll just... I started that too and fell asleep. I'll, I'll just say there's a line in that movie where the youngest youngest character says taste the rainbow and then uses a term that samuel jackson likes to use a lot and it, that was ridiculous taste the rainbow mother. and i was like oh and then she throws skittles <laughs> <laughs> that was the i wouldn't say the best part of the movie it was definitely the most shocking part of the movie for me and i'm like okay all right um but i also these are the things i watched but i rewatched edge of tomorrow Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. Live, die, repeat. Yes. That, yes. So, did you watch that one, Will? It's actually mm. a really good movie. No. It actually, it, it actually is surprisingly better than I, I remember it it's being. It's a really good movie. It's it's comedic because of the, like, what's happening in it. And it's it's fun to watch Tom Cruise get, like, knocked around and killed multiple times. Multiple times. <laughs> wow. Um, so, so I'm surprised you haven't watched it just because of that. Well, now I have um, but to it's watch actually, it. it. It's it's actually, I think it's worth watching. Maybe not. I mean, if you like it, maybe we could talk about it. But it was definitely, I, I enjoyed it more than I remembered I would enjoy it. Like when I put it on my list to like, oh, I have to watch this again sometime. I did, like I put it on almost reluctantly on the plan. Like, well, I've got nothing else to do. It's on my list. Let me watch it. Right. And I put it on. And I was like, this is actually like right off the bat. I liked seeing him in a position that he was not comfortable with, like the entire time. The whole movie. Yeah. Oh, it's great. Like he is not top dog in this movie at all. Imagine if we took our podcast to everything, low budget and indie. Mm. Mm. Hey. Hey. We might actually have better conversation. <laughs> about I'm not. I'm not. A, I'm not opposed to the idea at all. I mean, if the, the, just the saturation of everything that's out there right now, like that's mainstream. 
it, it's not the greatest stuff Where in the world they... because everything has to everything has to like be like a part like you guys said a part of a universe or it has to set up a sequel or it has to mm-hmm. be all green screen or a, a slew of other different things that so is not and I understand and I and again I'm I'm gonna bring this up because I know the two of you don't do that kind of thing anymore you don't do horror or gore one of the best production studios out there right now is A24 when they do a lot of their horror stuff. It is they are fantastic at what they do. A lot of those movies don't do all that great in theaters, but their fan base like is keeping them alive right now. It's fa- it's fantastic. I think yeah. I don't know. I think it's fantastic. I think you're going to see a lot more of that. Like you're going to see this massive resurgence of the indie film. Like I, really I like IFC like IFC will like dominate in so many different ways because whatever and it's going to be fans like us that are going to be able to keep brands like that alive. I think that's the direction that things are going to go in from here on out. Like there there will be the normies who are going to go want to go see the monthly or summer blockbuster, you know, and take the family and kids and everything and have a good time and watch things explode. And then there's going to be people like us who are like, I want the standard, you know, one-off standalone film that's an hour and a half long. And there's like going to be everything a everywhere for that. Right. Like everything, everywhere, all at once. Mm-hmm. A24. Yes. Was, fan- was mm-hmm. fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 100%. Yes, it was. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. I-, I want more of that. Well, that's why when I when I first, I, I reached out, I think I, I reached out to both of you in the text. I just said, hey, well, with this this actor and writer strike, we're probably going to have a, qu- a pretty dry season which I'm actually okay with because that gives us a chance to kind of go back and be a little bit more picky about what we're going to talk about and not just jump on whatever the newest thing is. I would say let's do either Time Trap or Multiverse next because both of those movies would just be... Yeah. It's, it's, it's people talking. It's people showing the end of Time Trap I don't get, but we could, <laughs> I would love to talk about it. And, and just the whole concept is super cool. Mm. And... They're not using green screen. They're not. They're they're using more practical effects than special effects. They're, they're, and I miss that too. I miss like that's what made Jurassic Park so I, awesome. I feel like I have this conversation every other day. Jurassic Park was great because of its use of practical and special effects. Um, they would they were using the the computer generated effects to enhance the practical effects. The practical effects. Right. That's how you do it. You don't just fill characters that are just straight CG. Well, they did. Yeah. Like when you look, when you when you saw the two of them when they first enter Jurassic Park, and mm. you see them, and they go, they do travel in herds. Yeah, that's clearly all big giant CG. That's all CG. Yeah, I'm fine with that. But it that. still looked okay for the time. Like at but the it was time, like, it was like, wow, that's pretty right. good. But it was just a few scenes here and there. Mm-hmm. But when you saw, you know, when he's on the um, Triceratops and it's oh, yeah. breathing, he mm-hmm. is literally on an animatronic yes. machine that's mm-hmm. breathing him. E- even the T-Rex was mostly all real. Did you hear about, like, how, the, how they did all that and everything? And I guess the, the material that they made it with was like a sponge. So when it got wet, it made it, like, three times heavier. And wow. it was a real, like, that, that, that thing was hard. Did you to, see to the meme around. I sent you? About Jurassic Park being done with dinosaurs, but from the TV show Dinosaurs. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's old. That's old. And you see, still... you yeah. see a picture. You see a picture of them in the lab when the the um the baby raptor is being born, and, and it's, it's just the, the baby, baby dinosaur. Yeah. Mama, <laughs> not the mama. <laughs> I always thought that was the same person who played Elmo. That voice it sounds the same. It's yeah, it sounds very similar. 
Yeah. I thought the guy that played the the brother dinosaur was the guy who played Eddie on Family Matters. No. Because he yeah, acted yeah. in time of the he same. He acted like him, yeah. Yeah. I, I thought he was one of the turtles. Because um obviously uh, the Hensons were involved or Brian, oh, Brian Jim and Brian. Um anyway. Yeah. So I just you know <laughs> I, I you're you're right though. If we watch this move this episode but this thing, but that's the thing, though, is this came, this started in 2019. So even yeah, 2019 was the end of. We were coming closer to the end of like. We had just finished Endgame. Mm. But because Round Endgame was so amazing, we only wanted to see what was coming out with MCU. We were like, DC's been uh, so. Now that MCU is finally like disappointing us so much and they're still hyping it up as the greatest thing, that's when we're going, let's look over here and see what they've been doing that we missed. Right. And yeah. before even before I joined this podcast, Will was saying this from the beginning, cash cow. Cash oh, yeah. cow, cash cow, cash cow. Absolutely. And we're still talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're going to talk about it because, I mean, geez, whether we think it's a great idea or a bad idea, we're still going to talk about it. Well, I'm worried. Is Disney going to is Disney going to nerf Ahsoka? Hmm. I hope not. I, I mean, the thing is, they're they're what I lo- this is what I loved about Star Wars before is you had the three movies, you had and then you had some spin-off stuff like the Ewoks and the holiday special and you know, and then you had this these like fan fiction books that George Lucas is like, yeah, go ahead, make it canon. Cool. Like that was great. That's what made Star Wars good. It was like it was mostly just like right there and done. We didn't have one, two, and three, although we knew it was eventually going to happen. But it was simple because it wasn't overly saturated. It was like those are your, that's your story right there, and then people could do stuff with it and have fun with it. Now there's no more fun with it. It's just like. We're going to keep on putting stuff out and you're going to watch it because you love Star Wars. And I'm going, oh, you're right. Yep. <laughs> you're absolutely right. I'm you going to. It's just, yeah. I mean, remember that? You're, you remember that South Park episode where like, oh, my God. <laughs> What's he doing to Indiana Jones? <laughs> They're raping Indiana Jones. Like, that was. <laughs> that's what's happening here. Things are getting ruined. I'm just, uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm disappointed in what's going on with so much of this stuff. I'm not disappointed. Back to Titans. I'm not disappointed with this show overall, though. I'm no. just sad that we missed it when it first came out. Yeah. So am I. There's a lot to catch up on. I mean, these so episodes are long. Forty-seven to fifty-something 50, minutes. Yeah, and yeah. I, they, and they cram a lot into each episode. They do. They definitely do. There's not a lot of there's not a lot of downtime in each. But I, I'm really enjoying. I, I think that they. They, I think they rushed the end of the first season. Mm-hmm. Um, again, that goes back to 11 episodes. Um, hey, but, 11's still longer than six. <laughs> yeah. How, how wow. are they going to finish the next two episodes? I, of this, yeah, I don't want to talk about it anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but Titans, though, I, I, they've got to bring Nightwing out at some point in season two because he, he's given up the Robin... He's now Dick Grayson. He's going to become Nightwing. I can't wait to see the full transit. Where's the suit? It burnt. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. Just making sure we're already up there. Yeah. So that was in the first, Yeah, it burnt it, at the asylum episode. Burnt. Okay. That's when he it. was drugged up and still beat up those guys. Perfect. Yeah. Um, Big like, deal. some stupid stuff like that. But I want to see the transition of Dick Grayson now becoming Nightwing. 
We all do. I yeah. want to see the trans. I, I want to see more character growth of Rachel. Episode into Raven. one. Uh, all I was saying was I can't wait to see Nightwing. As soon as this started, I've I've been. I always loved the name Nightwing. Always, it's like a, a really name. cool name. It's a cool name. It's a and really the cool name. Always intrigued me. It's basically Robin grows up and becomes his own solo guy, and I was always confused by that. And I never really, I never felt like in Batman, the animated series and stuff like that, they really got into that too much. Because I know that there was another, you know, Tim Drake that was introduced, um, Robin, and a few other things like that. And you see Nightwing pop up every now and again. But I'm like, I wanted to see that transition time. And we're getting it here. We're getting it in this show. So, you know, I'm happy that we're finally getting to see it. Yeah, So, like, this was, this is, think of it like, I wouldn't say it's a childhood dream. But it's definitely something I've always thought about since my childhood. I'm like, that would be so cool to see. Right. You know, well, I've even... seen I've seen some fan made like Nightwing um like shorts and like teaser trailers and stuff like that. I'm like, that would be awesome to see. Well, even when we watched the first episodes and we were introduced to certain characters and Will looked up and they were like, Yeah, in this episode of the of the comics, this person was in and it was like they were matching up to what the comics were doing. They were doing a really good job. Oh yeah. That. Very good. I, yeah. Thoroughly love that. I thoroughly so love I. what they're doing with this overall. Um, I think that, like you were saying, the, the oversaturation. I think they just did it at the wrong time. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Because the actors are fit. They, the Jason Todd fits Robin's character so well. Mm-hmm. Um, they're 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 doing a good job with that overall. I just, I, I you know, I wish you could go back kind of like you and your Superman lives, go to a different time where we weren't overly saturated with the MCU. We weren't overly stimulated. I think the <laughs> thinking the, the thinking must have been along the lines of, hey, we're going to release this now. Let's strike while the iron's hot. The MCU's mm-hmm. getting ready to co- close out. Oh, Fans are going to be clamoring for more comic book content. Let's just... Yeah. Mm. But yeah. they didn't. No. Nobody, nobody cared. No. No, I don't. I I haven't spoken to anybody else who's into like the hero stuff who's actually watched the show, or who's even heard of it outside of the. Cartoon. I know people who have heard of it, but they're like, "Oh yeah, I did hear about that. I was thinking about checking it out." But like, that's all I've gotten from other people. Is I was I thought about checking it out, but they right. never did because didn't have time. So well, everything else in the world. Well, then Amazon out. Amazon did what was it? The Boys. Yep. Oh yeah, everybody's all over the Boys around the same time. Yeah, that's why. That explains it. So, mm-hmm. I really like the boys. <laughs> I really I enjoy the boys. Carl Urban, right? Yes. Yeah. Language, the boys, though. Oh, it's it's very. Think about it's 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 languagey, but um, think about if there's like a PR team behind the Titans that is like monitoring everything that they do. Mm-hmm. Let's keep the bad stuff out of the public eye and on camera you're all you know glowing heroes but there's some pretty messed up stuff going on in the back and there's like there's politics involved a pr team is coming up to clean things out there's management it's like a massive corporation like being a superhero you're like interjected into this massive like conglomerate it's wild Mm -hmm. it's a really interesting spin on the whole superhero genre i might have to watch it Hmm. wasn't new mutants part of that no, that was more of an X Men. No, that wasn't even an X Men thing, was it? New Mutants was X Men. It was X Men. Yes. Okay. That was Fox. weird. Or a spinoff. Yeah. That was a, a weird spin-off. thing. New Mutants was okay. Yeah. 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 
Yeah, I don't think I need to, I need to ever watch that again. I never saw it. Oh, you didn't? No. Was uh, we, we talked about it. We yeah, did. We, we, we did a podcast on it. Yeah, it's. Yeah. It's uh, it's 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 a good for a one time watch and then oh, okay yeah. that was a thing. It was it was it was it was like, kind of like Dark Phoenix. Like I don't remember it. Dark Phoenix. Yeah. They yeah. tried. Okay, so it's PG thirteen. Yeah. They don't go over the top. It's mm-hmm. superheroes in a horror element, but the horror element is just bad. It's X Men meets. Uh, Dream Warriors. It's exactly what it is. What New Mutants? Yes. Yeah. It's it's Friday yeah. the Third. Or sorry, Nightmare on Elm Street Three. Dream Warriors. Yeah. Exactly what it is. They're in a mental institution, and they're all dealing with their own demons. It's like, yeah. Are they actually mutants though, or are they just? Yes. Yes. They are. Oh no, mutants. they are. <laughs> they're full on mutants. In my dreams, I'm beautiful and bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. It's in. It's reality. There was one so character. The, the one thing I remember so about that movie, <laughs> the one thing I remember about that movie is there was one character. Everything she did made zero sense. <laughs> mm-hmm. There was a yeah. lot of that going on in that movie. I would be willing to go back and watch that one movie and do a podcast on Dream Warriors. Oh boy, that would be so much fun. That would be so much fun. Mm. That would be so much fun. No. There's so many good lines in that movie. <laughs> I'm all set. There's so many good lines in that movie. No, I so I did also while on the plane. I did watch the the movies we love or whatever the movies that made us on Netflix. I was watching the Freddy one, just the original. Just I'm I'm interested in seeing how they made movies. And one of the funniest parts in the first movie, well, not funniest parts, but one of the funniest stories from it is you remember when Nancy throws like the gasoline on him in the basement, and then it's just like this big flaming guy like ah yeah. running up the stairs. He was literally supposed to just like take like three steps and then fall down because they're in a basement full of wood and this guy's on fire. But this this guy, he's like if you see if you saw a movie around like that decade where somebody's on fire, it's this guy. Like this is the guy they use for every movie, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> so this guy's like he wanted... wasn't Robert England? No. Oh. No, it was a fire guy. It was a stunt guy who just does the fire stuff all the time. So he's like where that's why he looks fatter because he's wearing the padded suit and everything with the big fat head but <laughs> he runs doesn't doesn't fall on the floor so they can put him out he runs up goes up the stairs then he falls down the stairs then he gets up again and goes back up the stairs and then falls on the stairs like just lays on it and they're all just like ah! and they put him out and he's just like hey did it look good? <laughs> <laughs> I just thought that was a really cool story. That what was cool I love. I love that Robert England was in the fourth season of Stranger Things. I that loved cool. that he was, that was there. Cool. The entire yeah. season's all about like dreams and like this new demon that can come and like infect your dreams and everything. And like they yeah. have to go visit like patient zero who was like first infected and he's in an mm. insane asylum. And the and patient zero was like Robert England, and it's like, oh my yeah. god! And the way that they introduced a small part too, like, it but it was like, so it wasn't a big deal. Yeah. It, it, and the way they introduce them is like they're coming across, and like you see like him in the cell, but you don't see him. You just see yeah. his nails scratching inside of a desk, and it's like, oh <laughs> my god, it's perfect. That was really cool. And then he had his eyes. His yeah, eyes were out his eyes were ripped out. Like but just his introduction was. Yeah fantastic that was really cool that was uh, that was pretty cool anyway are we still uh 
Um, are, we, are we going more into this at all? Or no, we're, we're done. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> we're yeah. done. So I'm, all in all, I think this episode's really great. Um, I'll, just, I'll say again, I, I do like, I like the voice. I like Ian Glenn's voice okay. as Batman, and I, and I, and I kind of like his look as an old Bruce Wayne. I like um, his look. I, yeah, I think it's it's it fits. It reminds me of if you watch Batman Beyond, you know, like what Bruce Wayne looked like there. You know, the old hair kind of brushed back. Um, definitely older, but still, like, you can tell that he could punch if he needed to, but he's old. Right. Uh, I thought that was great. Um, the characters in here, again, Donna Troy, everybody, um, I know where they all kind of go, at least for the next, like, ten episodes, so I can't really say too much about it. Okay. But um, I, I will say it, it gets just like anything like there's, there ends up being a lot of other moving parts. Cause you're getting all of these backstories of all these different characters at the same time. So, you know, uh, your highness here, she gets like knocked out and dragged away. What's going to happen with her? Well, you know, clearly there's some other stuff we don't know about her. So we're going to hear right. more about that. Um, and then you've got that, you've got all these other ones. You've got Rose. Rose is a big deal because, Oh my death stroke. Oh, okay. There's a connection there, but where does Dr. Light fit in? Again, I know all the answers to all of these, but this this us. this episode is what gives you all of those questions. Right. Because this should have been episode one. <laughs> right. So True. That's really all I can say about it. Lots of really good setups here. So you start to understand where they're going. And this is much more cohesive as a, a season if you look at this as the first episode. So I agree. It's not bad. It's not bad. Right. All right. Well, I'm excited to see what happens next and I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Unlike other T V shows that we're watching. <laughs> Ditto. <laughs> I echo hey, what you both more. just said. <laughs> so, with that being said, we are done. I am very tired. Yep. Mm. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Bye-bye, people.